On this sacred day, I look out to those monuments on our National Mall and beyond them, into the hearts of our people across the land. And I know this. It's never, ever been a good bet to bet against America. Never. We just have to remember who we are. We are the United States of America. And there's nothing, nothing we can't do if we do it together. <laughs> Folks, happy Fourth of July, America. God bless you all, and may God protect our troops. Thank you, thank you, thank you. gentlemen my name is Wayne Dupree and we you are watching all that we can give every day of the week that we can get um before we get into that video let me introduce you to blue eyes Leah Bella hello show the show please and the bishop Brian Smith thank you thank you thank you thank you Wayne thank you let me say that Joe Biden's getting me when I did pull up that video or or when I saw somebody post that video, they said, you know, anger is a symptom of dementia. Leah said that. Yeah. So that's why he, yeah. And and somebody probably told him that. So that's why he whispered a couple of weeks ago. And you know what makes dementia worse? What's that? Sugar and ice cream. They actually really? say dementia is the type 3 diabetes. Most people that have diabetes, uh, is sugar intolerance can get dementia or Alzheimer's and they're actually coining it now the type three diabetes. Wow. Wow. And they're, and they're just packing him full of ice cream because all the reporters are reporting on it. Right, right, he got right. chocolate chip. Well, you know, and, and happy and happy um, belated 4th of July. If you, yeah. if you weren't on my timeline yesterday or you didn't follow Brian or Leah, uh, you know, happy 4th of July to you. Uh, we're gonna be talking about that a little bit later. Okay. I'm gonna have some eye opening. I'm gonna make an eye opening statement. So about the Fourth of July. So I okay. want y'all to just hold off. Yeah, I want y'all to hold off on that. Stay tuned. I want to see what y'all think about a common sense American and what he has to say about the Fourth of July. Okay. Okay. But I saw the poll that you put out there with what's going on. Wow. Hmm. The poll. With yeah. Joe Biden, the thing that we're talking yeah. about first, that was eye popping to me. Let me. Oh, first, first of all, before we, before we, before we really get into stuff, if you missed out on your wagyu beef from Bubba and Hanks, this the 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 special is still going, so you can still yeah. call and get twenty percent off of your wagyu beef. Now, it, I had I had some people say. Doesn't Wagyu beef cost 200, 300 bucks? Not with this veteran-owned company. This veteran-owned company is making it affordable for you. So get your mm -hmm. order in. They have 
next day, two day air, three day. They have all types of delivery systems for you. So uh, you can get some Wagyu uh, still at, by the end of this week and, and still be sitting on your patio, sitting on your porch and living it up uh, with uh, the great weather that's um, going to the hot. It's hot. It's it smoking. is hot. It's, it's especially 90 degrees tomorrow. <laughs> it's hot. We, we got a chance of possible more moisture in the air, like a th- <laughs> pop-up thunderstorm, but it's in the 90s and it's going to be smoky in Cincinnati. Mm. Yeah. So you can you can smoke your wagyu and you also be smoky because it's right. that hot. Go inside an AC, chow down on your wagyu. So it's a good one. Where'd you come up with that one? From? It, it, these things just come right out of my brain. So I don't. I just. Right. That's I who I am. Right. I just, don't put it no, 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 no. I, don't I just. I just say don't random things. As soon as I feel like I'm out, you bring me back in. No. <laughs> oh. BubbaandHanks.com. Yeah. You can call 361-218-0788 and use the promo code Wayne for that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Majority of Americans disapprove of Joe Biden's open border. Many of you, if you think about your community, if you think about your neighborhood and you love your neighborhood, or you know you you want to protect your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably coming to you real soon are going to be some illegal, uh, undocumented um, immigrants. Dangerous, probably border Migr- jumpers, migrants, migrant border jumpers. I call them border jumpers too. Um, they're going to be coming to your neighborhood, and they're going to be setting up shop, and they got the full backing of the Biden administration. Now, even though. And I went to go look at some things, y'all. I went to go look at Biden and the Biden administration is talking out both sides of their mouth on this one because they get in front of the camera and say, don't come here. Don't, Optics. don't come here. And while nobody's looking, they open under, they open up the doors mm-hmm. and let them come here. They sure are. Am I right? Well, they, yeah, they're telling co- us that they're saying don't come here, but then behind our back, they're handing out T-shirts. Yeah, it's just an optics move. It's uh, and, and that's all it is. I think it's funny that Kamala went down to where did she even go? Not El Paso. She was nine hundred miles away from the problem on the border. Uh, where where did she go? Well, when she went south out of the country to talk, uh, she decided to do a little press conference when she said, "Do not come to the border." Right. Needless, did she tell you that normally people don't come to the border around this time because it's 132 degrees and you will die. So she took advantage of an opportunity. She knew that she had a good three to four weeks of great optics where you're not going to see a lot of people coming over the border. Guatemala she was in because it's so hot. They technically they don't really migrate during those times. So she used it. At a perfect time. Right. And, and, and crying shames, these Democrats really want uh, illegals to come across the border. They want to invade this country so bad, so much so, uh, regardless of the rape trees, regardless of the violations, re- regardless of child trafficking. I mean, that's just kind of a, a subset of what just happens. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, uh, it's, it's a little bit of a fallout. It's whatever. And so then they, they during the hot seasons, they'll set up areas where there's actual water tanks throughout the desert area to water the migrants hoping to help because it's out of compassion we're helping them and and in reality it's not compassion in reality you're actually 
sending them to their own demise. You know, American Americans by by nature are compassionate mm-hmm. by nature. But once you run over them too many times, Americans are going to fight back because again, that's within their DNA. A majority of Americans disapprove of Joe Biden's open United States-Mexico border where border crossers are regularly apprehended, briefly detained, and released into the United States. Uh, now, again, you know what? And I, I know many of y'all uh, probably follow polls. We see polls. We talk about polls, but we don't talk about a whole lot. But, but we don't bring them on here because polls can be manipulated in so many ways. But when you have a liberal poll, the Washington Post ABC News poll is finding out 51% of Americans disapprove of Biden's, of Biden's handling of the immigration situation at the U.S.-Mexican border, where illegal immigration is set for one of the worst years in American that's, history. That's chilling to hear that. Meanwhile, only 33% of Americans approve. 33% is low for anybody. But it's still okay? too high. Right, right. Thirty-three percent polled. Right, polled. Right. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Brian. Um, Biden is also underwater in polling on the issue of crime. Oh yeah, he has to be. Is he even worse on crime? I'd imagine. Uh, Forty-eight. Forty-eight percent of Americans, well, of those polled, disapprove of Biden's handling of crime, while fewer than four in ten approve. Of his handling, uh, okay. the po- the polling is only the latest that shows that Biden is at odds with America over open borders. What the hell, the light go out. Yeah, yeah, um, I actually did. Wayne's got me working. Even when you all enjoyed the fourth, I was working. See, <laughs> Wayne's, Wayne's got me working full time here. So you might have saw fireworks, but I was taking notes instead. Um, I actually did some research. Uh, the Des Moines Register uh, put out. Results of a poll on June 22nd, they took all of Iowa, well, they took, I don't know, 807 adults in Iowa, and they asked how they felt about his six months into term. 52% of Iowans uh, disapproved of his job numbers. Mm. Now, listen to this. In March, only 44% disapproved. And in March, 44% disapproved. It's now up 52% are uh, disapproving. The poll on Kamala, the reason why I'm telling you this is I wanted to get to this point. The poll on Kamala's job performance is now over a 50% disapproval rating in Iowa. And the majority feel unfavorably towards Joe. My last thing I want to say, how does Biden compare to other presidents at during their time in office right at this exact moment? Listen to this. So on this date, compared to other presidents, he is 51% versus Trump 30, 39%. He is 50, 57%. He's 51%, but Obama was 57%. So Obama's still beating him. He tied with George W. Bush, but George Sr., Ronald Reagan, and Jimmy Carter all beat him out at this time for higher approval ratings. What do you think of that? Well, sounds, like it's, all, sounds like it's all over the map, but... They're trying to make this. I've been watching videos and people post them on the Tiki Talks and everywhere. This, this guy is truly, truly ill. There is something that is just so mentally deranged with him. 
Uh, just depending on the time of day, I mean, these people that are in charge of him should be charged with a, a uh, what is it, adult adult abuse or elderly abuse. Somebody should be charged with it because they're abusing the hell out of this. But don't you think it's shocking that he's only running lower than six percent than Obama? I mean, Obama had huge ratings, and you're telling me Joe's almost running neck and neck with him? No, it's totally no fake. way. Yeah, there, there's no way. No. Right, and 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 I still and I still haven't gotten no. Well, again, that's another reason why I don't support all these polls, is because uh, when Barack Obama was in office, the lowest that he ever got was 39. percent He didn't go below 39. Mm-hmm. No, no, 30. Um, the lowest he got, yeah, the lowest he got was. Did he hit thirty nine? I Man. think he one time got thirty nine right after the uh, Fast and Furious gun thing came out. With yeah. the media absolutely in all four of his pockets, yeah. doing everything they could to prop up the paper tiger. Yeah. Well, what does this mean? Now listen to my theory here. What does this mean? What does all this mean that everybody's hating on Joe so bad, right? It means Hillary just found an opportunity to become president. I am telling you, she is going to turn on Joe. She does not compliment Kamala whatsoever. We already know that. And C, she can run as Biden is too far left and she wants to get back to the middle. She's going to be in the middle for the middle America. You watch. That's going to be her slogan. She has the perfect opportunity now to run for president. And over the weekend, I spoke to some people that voted for Joe who don't like Joe anymore and who said it would be a breath of fresh air if they could vote for Hillary. What's wrong with these people? Yes. What is they wrong said with they, these people? they said they would rather vote for Hillary the next time around than they would Joe and especially Kamala. They said well, that you know they why, don't no. like Kamala whatsoever. You know why they would vote for Hillary is because maybe Joe isn't moving fast enough, fast enough. Um, with I'm because again, fundamental we, change. They want right. fundamental change. They want it. We now. all agree. We all agree, or, or we all have agreed in the past that uh, Joe Biden was moving at warp speed after Trump got out of office, so he can catch up on what was missed over those four years. If you put Hillary in there, it's really going to go at warp warp speed because it it'll be in line, moving in the line of what she wanted. I'm telling you, Hillary has got to be excited for this. There's an opportunity there. She sees it and she knows it. She knows that the country hates Joe. No one's showing up anywhere. She had more people show up than what he well, did. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. But here's I my agree. thing. I agree with some people not liking him, but wait until the end. Of, wait until the end of July. Wait until the end of July. Let's just hold out on it because I bet you these numbers are going to go through the roof. When the money started hitting people's... Um... People said to me that they felt like she was stronger when representing our America to leaders what? and enemies overseas. That Joe what? didn't do it right. That she was more... She was uh, stricter with uh, Putin. She, she was she, more angry. Yeah. They so got they, paid by Putin. I know. But she's saying... They're saying that they want to see somebody tougher in there that can take on... They just think that Joe looks like he has dementia. Like this is coming from people that voted for him. Well, but, um, the video well, of her saying, whoever saying that, well, whoever saying that, God love you, because this is a woman that reset when things weren't working right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, for her, she just reset That's because what things they like. weren't going in her, you know. Reset. And 
she put through deals. She put through deals for her and the the Clinton Ur- the defunct uranium Clinton one. Fo- yeah, the defunct Clinton Foundation. Uh, she also made money in um, uh, what's the country? Killing Muammar Gaddafi down in what's Libya. She's the country? Compl- Libya. Uh, Libya. No, she no, totally no. The hurricane. Uh, the Ukraine. No. The the hurricane. Oh, 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 the hurricane. Haiti. Yeah. Haiti. Haiti. She raped raped the country. Not only raped Haiti, but the politician was coming to set the testify. He was in a hotel in Florida and wound up dead days and, before he was to testify. And last but not least, she, from what I'm hearing, when I spoke to these people, there was about 10 of them. They said, we loved Bill Clinton. We loved what he did for the economy. And who will be her greatest advisor? Him. So that's why we think she would be good for, for women's okay. rights. Okay. Women's right. rights. That's Bill Clinton champion. Women's <laughs> rights. That's what they said. Because women's rights when it I'm comes to you. SM. Because that almost sounds like me in 2007. No. Yeah. The I'm people, telling you, the people, that's what they told me. The people that are saying this right now is the way that I felt in 2007 when I was a Democrat. And I was there you go. I'm not making that up. I was uh, because I thought this is the way this is the way me as a Democrat saw things. I felt Herbert Walker Bush messed things up. And when Bill Clinton came in, young Bill Clinton, young Al Gore, to me, I was like, young people in White House, we could change the stuff. That's how I felt at the time. I felt that the country was was moving forth in the right direction. I also felt that George W. Bush stole or the Republicans. When I was a Democrat, I felt right. that Republicans stole the election. Disclaimer, when, when he was a Democrat. Right. When I, I was a Democrat. Granted, I'll still so, agree with you, and I'll side with you. They shouldn't have ran Bush Jr., but right, uh, right. I digress. Right. right. And 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 it came down to oh, Bug. <laughs> his brother's state in Florida that changed everything. Jimmy so, Bush. <laughs> so fast forward to what Leah was talking about, how people feel about Hillary. Mm-hmm. I felt if Bill Clinton could... <laughs> To come in and fix what Herbert Walker Bush messed up, I felt Hillary could come in and fix what George W. Bush, because Bill Clinton was going to be in the White House somehow, exactly. somewhere. Yes. That's what I felt. Yes, that's what they're telling me. Raping more. I would love to see a pull on that. Interns. I'd yeah. love to see a pull on that. I bet you'd see a lot of Democrats saying they would rather vote for Hillary in 2024 than Joe or Kamala. Because remember, it might be Kamala on the ticket. They'd rather know. vote for Hillary. They'd rather vote word, for Hillary. Word is that she is not getting the honeymoon that a whole lot of other people. <laughs> nope. And if Joe's gone or if he can't run, you know they're going to go towards Hillary again. Okay, so who? Okay, <laughs> who since, since we're there? since we're doing this uh, this thought experiment, uh, who does uh, Barack Obama throw his if he still got any support? Who does he throw his support behind? He did. I mean, because we know we know uh, Biden has already said. That he's yeah. too old to run again. And everybody, the world. Yeah, he said he's a one term. World leaders are laughing at him. World reporters are laughing at him. It mm-hmm. is an absolute laughing stock of what this yeah, guy really bad. truly it's a train is. Wreck. So, okay, so so it's up in the air 2024. What what the hell do they do? The wheels are off, off the cart. They like Hillary. Damn it, man. Now she's not looking as bad as what she did. Now they're saying, well, we don't want Trump back in, so it's Trump and Hillary. Oh, my gosh, we got to get 81 million votes for Hillary. I know this is part of the end of the show and another completely different story, but I'll tell you what, Benghazi comes back, she runs again. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, yeah, it's always Benghazi's always going to come back. Right. Um, Benghazi and um, Uranium One, one. Is, is going to be a, a, a big one on top of that one. Based so on, for... And also <laughs> her uh, uh, not giving Ambassador what's his, Chris Stevens. Uh, he, he begged, begged yeah. for support. And you guys, you guys, you see how woke right now our FBI, our DOJ, all of them are. Trust me, they're welcoming Hillary in with probably open arms. Yeah, yeah, probably. They're would. welcoming her. They want her in. They don't want Trump in. They don't want someone like Trump in. They want Hillary in. That's the perfect, perfect setup. Let's let's move on, move on. to <laughs> Cory Bush. Cory Bush, um, Representative Cory Bush. Happy Fourth of July, y'all. Based on yesterday, um, said that the Fourth of July is for white people and that black. Uh, blacks still aren't free. Um, let me look at this quick word. One Democratic lawmaker and several left-wing figures used the 4th of July to share controversial statements or disparage the founding of the United States. Democrat Rep. Cory Bush, DMO, tweeted out when they say that the 4th of July is about American freedom. Remember this, the freedom they're referring to is for white people. This land is stolen land and black people still aren't free. There were some who agreed with Bush's comments like congressional candidate Shahid Butter. He replied to her tweet saying speak it, at Cory Bush. It's almost as if our entire country has been brainwashed to ignore our history, and how its worst elements continue today, despite our self-congratulatory rhetoric. Former MSNBC anchor Torea was far more vocal, tweeting out at, K Independence Day. Not only were we not free, the whole reason the colonies wanted independence was because Britain was moving toward abolishing slavery. Why would black people celebrate a day so wrapped up in our enslavement? He also tweeted out his own opinion piece for the website The Griot titled Eighth, K 4th of July, the only Independence Day I recognize is Juneteenth. Actress Alyssa Milano also disparaged the 4th of July by sharing a TikTok video of herself reading Reminder. The United States was founded on the unjust treatment of Native Americans, Africans, and other people of color. News organizations also took the opportunity to use the holiday to criticize the United States and its history. This is happening over and over again. I want to say something. And then I'm going to throw it to my co-host. The 4th of July. After thinking about it, I'm watching her and then watching how people treated Juneteenth. The 4th of July has always been the birthday of America. It's always been. America left England. And I, and you know, I don't, I don't subscribe to this. Uh, they left England because uh, England was going to abolish slavery because it was a long time before England got rid of slavery. I mean, I mean, they still have, they have slaves of all types in England. So I don't want to hear that. But my thing is that the 4th of July is America's birthday, the independence from Great Britain. It doesn't have anything to do with white people. It doesn't have anything to do with black people. It don't have anything to do with, well, it doesn't have anything to do with the independence of white people. It doesn't have anything to do with the independence of black people. 
It doesn't have anything to do with the independence of Latinos. or It, it, it doesn't. It has everything to do with the independence of America from the UK. The difference where, I mean, where, I mean, you know, some people are saying, well, um, that the 4th of July is independence, that all people are free. Now, if that's, if that's the case, if you really want to go there, it took almost another hundred years for the Emancipation Proclamation to free blacks from slavery. That's just the truth. So if you use the 4th of July, you use it for what is intended. It's independence from Great Britain for the freedom of the, for, for these state or the 13 colonies or, or um, uh, uh, the, 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 uh, the people that came over, their separation from the UK doesn't have a color on it. It's, it was an idea. It was a religious idea. It's just for that separation. That's what I believe. Good. We're fine. First and foremost, uh, I, I think people uh, tend to forget that America was the first country ever in all of human history. You go back whether it's six thousand years or six million years, I don't care. You are about that all day long. The first country ever founded on the notion that the government is to serve the people. That had never in all of human history had never ever been set up, never been tried, never put together. Montesquieu uh, wrote about it and talked about the notion, the ideologies, the idea of it founded on the notion that our freedoms are given to us from God. Uh, our preacher this Sunday preached about how America is and was blessed by God to have the freedoms that we have that, that was given to us by God. And then we have a, a constitution, Declaration of Independence, a constitution, and uh, the Bill of Rights that, that allows us to enjoy those God-given freedoms. No country in this world ever was founded on those notions. And for it, it, nobody's perfect either. Nobody's perfect. It was, it was human beings that put this together, and human beings are flawed and imperfect. Our, our rules, our laws, uh, the cops, all the way up to the present, nobody's perfect. They're all flawed human beings. However, the greatest place on earth with the most equaled opportunity that you will ever find, never, ever, right here in America. There is no opportunity in the world yeah, today, like yeah. there is in America. Today, right. right. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, is Corey Bush black? Yeah. Okay. Um, she said, quote, black people still aren't free, but she was free enough to tweet the statement that right. black people still aren't free. Right. And she was also free enough to become a congresswoman, correct? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So mm -hmm. Corey, like so many others to me, aren't free in their own minds. I think that they're slaves in their own minds. They're prisoners of themselves. They need to break free of those chains, if you ask me. Amen. I also want everyone to keep in mind of something. In order for Joe Obama, uh, the administration, I call it Joe Obama because that's what it is. Uh, in order for this Joe Biden-Obama administration to give the illusion of success, they must break down and they must divide America by color. Then, then they'll give an illusion that they can build it back better. 
Do you understand now why he uses that slogan? Here's the thing. People like Cori Bush, Omar, AOC, they're not working for the people they represent. They're working to keep the Democrat Party in control. And you have to remember that. And currently, every single Democrat politician has to push two things. This is what they're being controlled under. It's race and January 6th. They have to push the race issues right now. So that way in 2023, when Joe Biden or Kamala get up there, poof, the race issues will disappear because they build it back better. It's no longer going to be an issue. There's no longer going to be optics because Joe's going to be able to come out and say he healed the racial divide, even though there was never one. Mm. And during his campaign for 2024, he's going to show white and black people hugging on the big screens. His base is going to chair and he's going to say the racial division has finally been healed. Trump's been out of office. I've been in working on it. Look at what I've done. I have built back better by stopping the racial divide. And he's going to run on that. They are knocking it down just to build it back better on purpose because there is no race relation divides. But that's what the optical illusion is right now. But the problem is, is they're dividing America so bad that I think when they say we did it and we fixed it, people are going to look around and say, what? You it, fixed was never what? Broken. it was oh never broken. It was never broken. Well, I mean, again, now I tweeted out this first thing this morning which goes to what I was just talking about just a while ago. The 4th of July is a celebration of independence for the country. Doesn't have anything to do with slavery. Doesn't have any, it, it really doesn't. Um, because slavery didn't stop in 1776. Abolitions, abolitionists came out shortly after, but yeah. it took 60 years yeah. for that to come to fruition. Right. right. I mean, I mean, now um, America, until the Emancipation Proclamation and a couple of months later with Juneteenth. But then again, there probably were some slaves of um, Chinese, of Asian descent. I don't know. Um, I, I just say this. I tweeted out this morning that there is one national anthem in this country. One. Well, Wayne, why did you just say that? Because that national anthem is for the Nash, is for America itself. Don't need two, don't need three, don't need four. There's one national anthem for America. And that's and that's what I believe. And that's why when I sat back and I thought about it, I don't agree with Corey, but I have made up my mind that that's why I can celebrate both Juneteenth and I can also celebrate mm-hmm. the 4th of July. Because the 4th of July is, I mean, yesterday was the 245th birthday of America. Of America, and and like Ryan said, and like many people will tell you, America isn't perfect. Something that big is gonna have mistakes sooner or later. It, it's huge. Look at Obamacare. Obamacare was so huge; it had many mistakes, and it still got many mistakes. But you work. Well, no, I ain't talking about Obamacare now. But with America, the idea of America, you work to fix those things, and then. You don't discard it and disappear them. You keep them so you can look back to say, okay, we this is what we did here. We don't want to go back down this road. This is what we did here. We don't want to go back down this road. So that's why I say that uh, I'm, I'm pri- I am proud to celebrate the 4th of mm-hmm. July because we wouldn't be here if it were not for 
those people with the idea that they didn't want a king, that they didn't want to be ruled by those across the sea. They wanted to fix their own country, get things straight over here. And that's what I believe. I'm not a slave right now. I'm not. Corey Bush might think the black people say, I'm not a slave. I'm not. Well, <laughs> we were talking about that before the show. But that, but that no, had nothing to do with that's, it. That's yeah, something that nothing, completely different. Yeah, that's right. something completely different. <laughs> so so if, there, if there wouldn't have been slavery ever, then what would our country look like today? I think it probably yeah, would but, be thriving a little bit more. But I, I mean, I mean, would it would be would it be all just white people? No. Like how? Like, here's, here's no. Like how did? No. I guess what I'm saying is like how, like it started out. So then we went like white people went and picked up slaves on a like a boat. The, Brought them here's, over. here's how it happened over 400 years ago you had the portuguese the spanish and the english that were trying to divide up the new land and when they were dividing up the new land all of a sudden uh, one country saw the portuguese importing slaves so that they could reap more money and reap the harvest out of mm-hmm. free labor literally free labor not caring uh, or, or w- the death rate or whatever and then you have the spanish and say well we're going to take advantage of that too and then but the english think- to take advantage of that when you go to Africa to pick up these slaves, Africa is still enslaving their own people to this day. So but, it is a commodity that everybody saying, took advantage of. You're saying if there wasn't any slavery. I'm right? saying if we never went to Africa and picked up slaves. We we didn't do it. America never did it. Okay. This was, this was 200 years before America's even conception that the slaves were brought here in the 1600s by European countries. That's what I was trying to specify. No, wait, wait, wait. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. yeah. Slaves were brought here by European countries. And slaves, 16- were, slaves were also brought here by uh, colonies that also brought, I mean, also, it was starting to it was starting to wean down. It was starting to become illegal to even bring them here before we, even, as we became a nation. But they still brought them though. It was. It, uh, but it they was still brought them though. Superly frowned upon. Well, what I'm and, saying is, and hold on, and as a matter of fact, not only did they bring them, they had a quota to bring. So the extra, I mean, so you couldn't bring over a certain amount, and some of them were lost at sea because they had a certain quota. So. I mean, um, and 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 they, uh, but you're not uh, talking about and the port, when America was established. No, no, no. Yeah, no. I, at well, I mean, after after even in the port of Baltimore, they were brought in here. So I mean, and and the port of Baltimore, it, it wasn't a port of some land. It was the port of Baltimore. So, so I, this is what I'm asking: if none of this would have ever happened, would everybody have just stayed in Africa? No. no. Because no. the Africans are selling their own people as no. say they say that didn't happen exactly 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 to answer to answer your question, everybody explored back then. So I'm sure that some like even if there was no slavery in the whole United States, I'm sure mm-hmm. that some would have got on a boat and traveled and found this this. Okay. This but technically speaking, there country. would have been a bigger chance. There would have been a greater chance if none of this ever happened that you might not be in America today, Wayne. That your family would have stayed in Africa and you would have stayed in Africa. Correct. All I know about my family is that my family 
my, my father's line came from France. So yeah, a lot I don't of know. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. I don't know about that, but right. I, I'm, I'm just I'm interested. What well, is the oldest the, commodity though? I mean, with, the, explor back. with the exploration right, right. going on back then, mm -hmm. some would have found their way over Absolutely. here yeah. without. Okay. I was just okay, interested so, in, yeah. in that. Well, but the, yeah. but the thing okay. going back to slavery it, it literally the oldest commodity there is next to prostitution. I mean, you go all the way back into the Bible, into the Old Testament, and, and that's literally what you did with human beings. You enslaved people, whether they owed you something or you just conquered their land and took them. So the trading and the buying and the selling of slaves goes all the way back to the very beginning of human human nature, back to humankind. So saying what if it never happened is kind of like one of those things that, well— we don't want to go down that road because it really did happen. And now it's the reason over. why I said that is I wanted to use an analogy. Um, and I always try to look at the positives of things. And I, I heard an old story one time of a farmer, a horse showed up on his land and all the townspeople said, wow, you're really lucky. And he said, well, we'll wait and see. And then his son got on the horse and fell off and broke his leg. And the townspeople said, wow, you're really unlucky. And he said, well, we'll wait and see. And then there was a war that broke out in his country and everybody that was in war died, but his son didn't have to go because his leg was broke. So it was lucky that the horse came into the field. That analogy to me means sometimes you are put in bad situations, but your ancestors, the, the future is so much brighter. So I'm saying, is there a way to turn something that was so horrific into a positive that now we're all blessed to be together? Absolutely. Well, well I, say, I say that about okay. drug men. That's I do. I, I mean, I say that about drug men because some people like some people will say, no, I want to touch drug men because drug money blood. Okay, all right. Well, I understand good, that. But good man with a million dollars is better than a bad man with a million dollars. That exactly. So, That's why I say. <laughs> If I find some drug money, I'm gonna put it to, to some good use. I, I mean, and I mean honestly, I I wish I had. Uh, I don't want to say that wrong. I wish I had two or three million dollars so that I can create some charities or create some other stuff, you know. And if I just happen to find it doing a drug bust, I'm gonna put it toward it. I ain't playing. I I mean, and and, and you know, I I want to help some more people. So you know, whatever. But um, real quick, March second, eighteen oh seven. Congress enacted a prohibition against uh, shipping slaves to any port anywhere in America. 18, 1807, yeah. March 2nd. Yeah. I mean, I figured, I figured they were still moving slaves um, even after the Declaration of Independence. So, yeah, the, well, I mean, the North knew that the only way to beat or even have a chance at beating England was to bring the South into it as one union together. And we'll battle their problem and their addiction to slavery. We'll battle that after we gain our freedom. So we gained our freedom and said, okay, right after this, all right, we're going after the South. We ain't doing the slavery thing no more. Because I know um, uh, a few years before the uh, Declaration of Independence, the first black man, um, Anthony Johnson, uh, had slaves. So he was know, a bad I think the, the I guy you're I talking just, about, he was a bad dude, too. If, if it was my ancestors, yeah. I would be like, I appreciate what you guys sacrificed in order to have me live in this wonderful country. Well, I mean, and a whole lot of people think like, well, <laughs> I mean, that's how it should be. That's what Corey right, should right, say. Right. right. It should. It should. But, you know, we're. I mean, 
aren't you happy? Want to let it go? No, yeah, I, I, like I'm shocked that we're even talking about this in 2021. There's so much communism and so much political. tyranny going on in South Africa right now, where they're literally putting together apartheid and slaughtering white uh, farmers to give it back to people they feel that it belongs. I mean, just the injustice that's going on in South America, right, or South Africa right now. To mm-hmm. think that being born there would be better off than here is absolute lunacy. Well, yeah. I mean, I know that age, um, I know that Africa is um, uh, it's a nice being, place to visit, but being just, uh, taken over by Asia, I mean, by um, China too. All so. roads lead back to China. Um, Democrat leaders are changing the narrative, or they're trying to change the narrative to say that Republicans <laughs> want to defund. Of course. Breitbart News reported on June 23rd that homicides have increased 58% in Democratic-run Atlanta, 53% in Democrat-run Portland, 37% in Democratic-run Philadelphia. Philly. Shootings are up 54% in New York City. 51% Shootings are up in Los Angeles. Now, this is going to shock some people, especially uh, Brian. Eh? June, but what? This is what only, only shootings are only up eighteen percent in Democratic-run Chicago. I saw that, but now, but it's always, but it's always high, anyways. Right. Well, but it, but it's only eighteen percent where everybody is up fifty. Um, Breitbart News also compiled the Democrats' defunding police rhetoric. Biden said that he supported relocating police resources during his campaign. Um, Kamala Harris said, I applaud, applaud Eric Garcetti for defending the Los Angeles police. So dumb. Biden's attorney general, Vanita Gupta, says officials must heed the calls to decrease police budgets. Boston Mayor, Secretary of Labor, Marnie Walsh, proposed a, um, a budget to divert funding away from law enforcement. Biden's assistant attorney general, Kristen Clark, wrote an op-ed for Newsweek supporting efforts to defund the police. Val Demings, who is going to run against Marco Rubio, um, called the Minneapolis City Council very thoughtful for voting to dismantle the police. Pelosi and fellow Democrats refused to criticize Minnesota um, Minneapolis City uh, Council for defunding the police. Maxine Waters told protesters to get more confrontational with police. Ilhan Omar called for dismantling of the Minneapolis Police Department. Cori Bush, we were just talking about, called for defunding police as a congresswoman. She got elected. Um, DNC uh, panelists advocated for defunding police. Minnesota, well, it, 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 um, James Clyburn compared federal law enforcement to the Nazi Gestapo. Dude. He, this is too much. And then he later ignored looting and arson wow. in D.C., claiming the only violence he saw in D.C. was from the police. <laughs> the Keith Ellis said He's... that he didn't want police officers to respond to rape. Keith Ellison? Keith, yeah. Yeah, that, that, I don't know if he's still the, the deputy DNC director or former. No, he's the governor. He's the governor. Yeah, okay, so he walked away from no, the D.C. Okay, AG. AG. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but still, definitely tied. They, he wanted to be the head of the DNC, but they couldn't because of uh, right. the violence against women, whether it be rape, Perez, or these Perez, issues. 
Perez plus Perez um, had bigger backing. Yeah. Right. Right. His personal issues. But all of this is, you know, and I was watching a documentary this weekend called Agenda, and, and it really is McCarthy got it right. The, the communists are truly here. There's no question about it. And these ideologies are in line with the communist ideologies. And they said back in 1970, these are the agendas. This is what we want to accomplish, one through 100 or whatever it was. And and in there at the top 10, one of them to literally get rid of the police departments. This is the ideology that they have to remove police departments and the security for the people to wreak more havoc. This is what they want, and they're doing it. Yeah, and press secretary, well, I call her press secretary because she sucks, but Jen uh, Sack of Potatoes uh, said right to Peter Ducey that, you know, Republicans have been pushing this narrative to take money out of the police departments. And Peter (laughs) Ducey came back with, wait a minute, there's nothing in the infrastructure bill, not one time are police mentioned. That's your bill. That's your issue. You know what? It's so funny you say that because... One about the crime today. I... You mentioned expanding the crime uh, prevention uh, the crime rollout. Prevention, yes, <laughs> the crime. Um, but there is a lot of crime in big cities. Uh, how do you reduce much of it caused by gun violence? Would you agree? Yes. So how do you ex- uh, how do you reduce gun violence by expanding employment opportunities, including summer jobs for young people? Well, first, there's several components of this proposal. One of them is an initial set of actions on gun violence, uh, or an additional set, I should say, of steps on gun violence, which the president feels are important to get guns off the streets, make sure they are not in the hands of people illegally, uh, many of whom are uh, playing a role in violent crime across the country. That's part of his objective. He also wants to provide, uh, as we've seen, has been effective in communities across the country, incentives and alternatives for young people and communities uh, where that has shown to be an effective step. So is the thought there basically that somebody, some criminal who has been committing crimes with limited interruption or interference from police for the last couple weeks or months is going to stop this easy life of crime if they have a summer job? Well, I think the president believes that we shouldn't and we shouldn't allow access to guns to those criminals who are currently illegally buying them from some dealers across the country. And part of his announcement is taking steps to do exactly that. But part of his announcement is also ensuring there's specific guidance to uh, communities across the country to ensure that they have funding to get more community police around the country, something that was supported by the American Jobs Plan uh, that was supported, that was voted into law by Democrats just a couple of months ago. Some might say that the other party was for defunding the police. I'll let others say that, but that's a piece. Go ahead. Would you She's some kind of stupid. She, she was raised on common. She's raised on common core. And what is this thing? Community police. Is that like literal law enforcement or is that some kind of, uh, is that is that yeah. like uh, what was it uh, police academy uh, part two cop yeah. citizens no, on a, patrol <laughs> yeah, it's, a, yeah it's really sad um, <laughs> she so she wants criminals to get summer jobs and then what they're going to do is influence <laughs> the good people at these summer jobs get them addicted to drugs get them to start selling drugs get them to start using guns and, and they just, no, don't put them into society. What we need are longer sentences and more painful sentences. You yeah. kill somebody, you get killed. Sorry, that's just how it goes. That's that's how I always believe it. If you're going to take someone's life with a trigger, then your life needs to go. 
And guess what? You're going to start seeing gun violence go down. It's not the gun. It's the person behind the gun. We've got prosecutors across the whole country right now that are being paid by George Soros. There's a guy in California, and I I cannot remember his name off the top of my head, who is letting people go free. He is supported and paid for by George Soros. It's not a secret. George actually backs him. I can't think... It almost sounds like macaroon, but it's not, I think. Uh, but he's he's letting people go. And he, he's bought and paid for by George Soros, the same exact prosecutor that tried to per- persecute the uh, couple from uh, St. Louis who tried to defend themselves from Antifa in their yard. She was also bought and paid for from George Soros. These prosecutors are, are deadly. And they are turning our country, like you said, Brian, into some communist state that is ran by people like George Soros. George Soros is smart. He's a smart cookie and he, everything he is doing, we're now starting to see the cause and effect of it because he's been doing it for years, but it's starting to come out now. It's starting to fester out. Ladies and gentlemen, our show is also being sponsored by CBD Lion. As a matter of fact, during that last um, gin sake, uh, uh, sake potatoes thing, I just had yeah. need some lemon um, CBD gummy, gummy things just to calm me down mm-hmm. a little bit. But um, yeah. I actually had three. Um, <laughs> uh, no, CBD line, cbdline.com forward slash William Dupree, 20% off on your, on your purchase, on your product purchase. So that's everything. So whatever you get, 20% off, not 10, not 13, not 15, 20% off on it. Yeah. Use and- code name Wayne. Um, last night, uh, I, I did, Get a couple of these. Um, I know my look, both of these only ain't they tell me take one. I take two, man. I, I mean, look. of the slumber, that's what I was yeah. actually just getting ready to talk about. I take two. Um, when you know George Soros is spending big money to help decide who your next DA is, you, you have trouble sleeping at night when you know George Soros is behind who's making your laws and your roles. So, yeah, you got to take at least one to two of these. That's how I feel about it. And yeah. they're good. There's no side effects and you don't, ha- you don't get addicted to them. That's so right. you're not going to feel that addiction that you would feel with sleeping pills that you would normally take. Another thing is uh, a lot of people take Ambien for sleep and then they wake up halfway through the night and they're eating like a pound of raw hamburger and they didn't even realize they did it. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's one of the side effects to Ambien. My sister took it once, woke up and her bed was covered in brown stuff and it was all over her face. And she was like, oh my gosh, what did I just eat? Here she went out and ate a whole pan of brownies. <laughs> took it in her bed and ate them yeah. and she was covered in it and it was because of the uh there's some, there's some, ma- there's some massive lawsuits against ambient yeah. because of people so, doing stuff like this driving driving and not like, remembering it yeah 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 so really yeah stuff. yeah somebody drove through a cornfield she said my god i had the funniest dream last night i drove through a cornfield she went out she was a nurse she went out on break her car was covered in corn stalks she actually did it really did do it so please if your doctor's telling you i think it's time to get you on ambien no it's not please try the slumberberry from uh cbd lion melatonin they'll get you to sleep they'll keep you to sleep no side effects you won't drive through cornfields or eat raw hamburger wow yeah wow those are three horses. so the american rescue plan is strengthening our financial position and it grows our economy it's continuing to grow our economy and the strength of our recovery is helping us flip the script Instead of workers competing with each other for jobs that are scarce, employers are competing with each other to attract workers. That kind of competition in the market doesn't just give workers more ability to earn higher wages. It also gives them the power to demand to be treated with dignity and respect in the workplace. 
More jobs, better wages. That's a good combination. Put simply, our economy is on the move, and we have COVID-19 on the run. Yes, we have more work to do to get America vaccinated and everyone back to work. We're aiming for full employment, and that means keeping our pace on job growth, including for Black, Hispanic, and Asian workers. But this progress is testament to our commitment to grow this economy from the bottom up and the middle out. The American Rescue Plan provided resources to get shots in people's arms and checks in people's pockets. Schools, schools were struggling to reopen, so we made vaccinating teachers a priority, getting schools the much-needed support. In March, we've added, just in the month of March, we added 364,000 education jobs to the rolls. Small businesses and restaurants are getting crushed. Now we're delivering the loans and support they need to reopen and to stay open. This morning, we've learned that jobs in some hard-hit sectors, such as restaurants, hotels, amusement parks, were up by 343,000 last month, over 1.5 million in the past five months. And more help was on the way to give families just a little bit more breathing room. He's the first child for Ambien. When I saw or when I heard him, because I think I was doing something on Friday. Oh, I um I was in a kitchen and I was listening to the speech. I was getting pissed off. I was getting pissed off because Biden is out there saying that the economy is growing at such a great rate that he created three trillion jobs in the last seven months and nobody's ever did that before. First off, you didn't create 3 million new jobs. You didn't do it. You didn't do it. That's a bold-faced, ugly-ass lie. You didn't create 3 trillion. I mean, um, you didn't create 3 million jobs in less than seven months. You didn't do it. Now, you might have created more welfare than you did jobs. I'll give you that. And you're about to create more at the end of July. But you didn't create all these jobs. And for them to get... One thing, and 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 I hope that you watched him do or say all this stuff. I'll give him credit. He's one of the best readers I've ever seen in my life. But he is not one of the best presidents that you will ever see go down in history just because somebody can write a speech for him. Now, whether he's whispering it or yelling it or what, I don't know. He's off. You know, he's 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 not here most of the time. But I tell you this, the economy itself, just because you see Wall Street hitting these new highs, and and I know we might have some liberals in the room, and they say, well, you know, y'all were saying the same thing about the economy when uh, the stock market was going up when Trump was here. Not me, because the stock market doesn't represent everybody that's on that is um, Main Street America. That's the that's them playing with funny money. And sooner or later, it's going to hit Wall Street or somebody's going to slap the hell out of Wall Street and Wall Street is going to be hurt because they've been playing with funny... They've been playing with funny money so long, they don't even know what real money is anymore. And and just because it... it, it, it it's funny because conservative websites aren't talking about the highs that these record highs that are hitting on Wall Street. The record highs ain't jack crap. They're not. 
this funny money. And he said, well, you know, the economy moving along. It's not. They're, the jobs aren't like that. That's why they're talking inflation. And that's why they're coming out here. That's why he came out here Friday with that BS report. You know, a lot of people, and then I thought both of you, a lot of people quit their jobs in June. A lot of people quit their jobs in June. Close over 900,000 people quit their jobs in June. Mm-hmm. The people on TV on Friday, because I watched after I listened, I watched, they couldn't explain why over 900,000 people quit their jobs in June. They just kept saying, well, now there's so many jobs, people are quitting their jobs so they can get new jobs. No. It, that goes against logic because you don't quit your job to look for one. You look for one, you get it, and then you quit. So, I mean, the, come on, y'all. <laughs> Think with me. Think with us, okay? It's common sense. Think when you see people, they're trying to sort of offset or preempt the inflation stuff that's coming because it's going to hit sooner or later. Am I right? Go. When you have healthy growth in an economy, and I'm not talking the insane growth that we've had here recently. I'm not talking about the, the housing market where houses are worth twice as much as what they really are worth. I'm talking about just normal uptick of normal growth. Uh, for me, back in the day, it was in the machine shop world. You, you work five to 10 years, you work up to $20, $22 an hour, and then you go to look for another job and you say, hey, I'm worth 25. And you, you negotiate that and you get 25. You tell your the company you're with, hey, I'm being offered 25. Either give it to me or I'm quitting. That's negotiation. That's in a healthy economy right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know anybody at this point, moment that's saying, oh, yeah, I'm quitting jobs. I'm jumping around. I'm moving. People that I know and people that I see, and if you're listening to any kind of business channel anywhere, everybody is saying, hold the line. Don't do anything crazy. Don't don't be selling and buying houses. And People out there selling buying houses, y'all better be really, 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 really sure that if your house is underwater here in about another six, seven, eight months, like it went down in 09 and 010, we bought a $1.5 million house, and then six months later, it was worth 800000 and the bank called the note due, and you just walked mm-hmm. away. Well, that's about ready to happen. I listened to his uh, speech, too, and you're right. Everything he said was, it was live. It was a bunch of BS, but here's the sad part. In the left's eyes, they believe him. They believe everything that he says. So it's not a lie to them. It's true to them. And they're going onto social media accounts and they're celebrating this. And they're arguing with the conservatives saying that Joe is great and that he's doing all these things. And everybody has to understand, you have to stop. I know that we realize that he's lying, but there's a large amount of Americans out there that are believing him. If he said that trees could get COVID and that now you have to stay indoors to save trees and save the climate when, when COVID and climate change collides, people would stay indoors and they would try to save the trees because Joe would say, we're not going to have oxygen left because all the trees are going to die because, you know, COVID's killing them. People would stay indoors. I mean, this is how crazy it's getting. They're worshiping him almost like a God, the, the, the far left. And mm. that's why no matter what he says, it's the truth because he is in charge right now. So it's the truth. They've had since the late seventies with the department of Miseducation, and they have run that damn thing so bad that now you've got a full-blown entire generation, uh, Generation L for lost, mm-hmm. that just has yeah. no, no common sense, 
no no ability to uh, no discernment no they no, can't think on their no, own right there's nothing no there. no deductive reasoning no critical no. thinking skills no no, no self reflection no skills no. nothing so of course they're going to believe him so it, even if it's a lie it's still the truth to a lot of america which is so scary um our last sponsor is a big one mypillow.com we're proud go there i'm 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 wearing my moccasins right now um ladies and gentlemen 1-800-544-8939 support mike lindell and his awesome um his awesome company yes he's being attacked by all by all levels because he wants to provide you well first off because he loves the country and he's not ashamed about saying it but they're trying to attack his company and we want you to benefit from a lot of the things that they have over there yeah my my fuzzy slippers are amazing. If you go to my Twitter account, I think it's at, I don't even know it, at Leah Bella Bella on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Check out my little fuzzy slippers. I posted them and I kept on getting comments from people like DMs like, whoa, those actually look really cozy. How soft are they? I'm mm-hmm. telling you, it's like walking on a cloud and the durability is amazing. Somebody had asked me um, how durable though are they? they? They have the same rubber that my rain boots have. And you know yeah. how durable rain I boots are. Yeah, I, I wear them outside. I, I mean, yeah. as a matter of fact, I went to the bank. I um, I drove to the bank about maybe 15, 20 miles away from here. Just drove. Forgot I had on my slippers. Walked in the bank, did did whatever I had to do. Came out the bank with my moccasins on. Moccasins. Yeah, your moccasins. I've got the Moc- slippers. He's got the moccasins. <laughs> moccasins. And I was like, la, la, la. Oh. Oh, well. <laughs> No big deal. <laughs> They're so stylish that you can't even tell that they're actual moccasins. They're very stylish. So check check them out. And for those of you, you get the discount code Wayne. However, the shoes, the slippers are actually on the website are 40% off when you go to the website. So you're going to get an awesome, awesome deal. With code word Wayne. And I call them shoes. I mean, literally... I mean, they're slippers, but literally, they're they really the shoes. I have the little fuzzy ones right there. Yeah. Yeah, I got oh, the, one, the top ones with the fuzzy yeah. rim. Oh, my okay. gosh, they're so cozy. Oh, mm. and what am I thinking about? I'm totally forgetting. It's a one-stop shop. If you guys are in, a, in, a, in the market for a new mattress and you're supposed to change out every five to seven years, seriously, you got to really do that. Yeah. This is where you go to get your mattress. It's absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. It is awesome. Is the greatest mattress I've ever had. Shipped right to your door. No issues, no questions, no qualms. Uh, as cheap, if not cheaper than anything yeah, you yeah. find out there. And the adjustable, the, the massage adjustable platform, sick. Can't even begin did you, to tell you how sick that Brian, thing is. Brian, did you say it has um, USB, USB charge? Both sides have USB and it's got an auto nightlight that detects wow. when it's dark. And it's very faint underneath the bed. So it's just so faint. So when you wow. walk out of the room, when you come back in, you could just, it's like, hey, you see the bed. You're like, oh, there Yeah, it, so you there don't stub is. your toe. Yes. I, mean, it's, I hate yes. that. And, well, and listen, it's free shipping and 30% off all kinds with of the code word. Free shipping, uh, 30% off with the code word Wayne. So make sure you're getting there if you want one of these beds. And uh, if you've got a bed frame already, 
this will fit inside your bed frame. Take the slats out, take the wood out, and you got just the frame of the bed. That goes go. right in it. And that's they the truth. Do, and they do have financing on all orders over 50%. Ooh, over $50. Oh, well, oh, over 50 over $50, bucks. Yeah. right. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's wonderful. I think yeah. a lot of people will be going there today knowing that. Yeah, Use imagine. code word Wayne, please. Code name Wayne. That's right. Code name Wayne. They um the mattress toppers are are still Christy. awesome. Christy just said, um, looking at that California king and it's less than two grand. Yes, it is. And don't forget you're gonna get 30% off free shipping. Right. And, and you can finance it. Two two free pillows with your mattress as well, I believe. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Ladies and gentlemen, deals over there. That's right. That's Get right. It. You you want you want this. Um and this. like Brian said, USB remote control unbelievable has has, has a massaging feature also. Um and you're not gonna uh, stub your toes, it has lights. Yeah. yeah. Look at that. What else could you want? Like I guess you would call it like a halo. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a beautiful it's dimmer, light. It's dimmer than a regular nightlight, but it just gives a little bit of a luminant halo underneath yeah. the bed. Sprite's cool. Coolest thing I ever seen. So you can use the number that's at the bottom of your screen, okay? Or you can go to MyPillow.com, click on Radio Specials, and then you are going to see Different things that you can get the dream and the, uh, the geezer oh, those are my favorite. I wouldn't get one free. I love the, them. The uh, the towel, the, the towel sets, uh, my slippers, the premium pillows, and you, the mattress topper, you know. Um, and if you have any kids that are going to college, if you have any kids that are going to college, mm -hmm. they can deliver all this stuff right to the college. Kids. Oh, yeah, isn't that yeah, convenient? Yeah. Because um, in uh, in a few weeks, I'm trying to work out an order where um, mm -hmm. it's gonna so it I can get a mattress topper uh, and and some sheets and some towels and some stuff yeah. for the kids. It works great. It's a yeah. nice college care package to send right. to your child. Right. Now I only have an eight year old daughter, but she loves the children's pillows. They actually teach you about the Bible, which I think is so mm -hmm. important. Mm -hmm. And um, she's actually reading Noah's Ark on the back of it right now. But she said, mom, it's so soft. It feels like a marshmallow. Uh, and that's her favorite pillow now. So if you want to get something for someone who's uh, under 10 years of age, they do have things on there for all ages. Really, they do. So take a look. Last thoughts. Okay, so listen to this. U.S. Ar this was two hours ago, Disclosed TV. U.S. Army has reportedly directed commands to prepare to administer mandatory, mandatory COVID-19 vaccines to service members as early as September 1st. And on the heels of that, this comes out. Just now, breaking news. Israel fights our mRNA vaccine only 64% effective in preventing coronavirus infection after two doses. It dropped from 94% in May. In addition, researchers warned that it might be too early to fully tell how effective the vaccine is at preventing hospitalizations. Natural immunity is the best, I believe. That is just my opinion. But I think if you get it naturally and survive it, you're going to have a better chance with it the next time around. What, what's the survival rate on that naturally, Leah? I don't know. Uh, COVID rate, uh, it's like it's a high, 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 high percent. <laughs> depending on who you are, probably the high 90s. 
All I'm going to say is it builds T cells, it builds B cells, and scientists still don't understand why, but B cells are actually accumulating months after you get the COVID, which is a shield that actually protects you and rec and actually recognizes other COVID viruses. Natural immunity might be actually longer than the vaccine immunity. God bless it. Look at that. You can't escape getting COVID. I really don't, I don't think you can. So I just think it's to it's an invisible contagious virus what are you gonna do what are you gonna do yeah what are you gonna do? so i was watching <laughs> uh i guess it's an old uh, it's an old documentary uh it's a few years old but it's called agenda grinding america down uh they did interview a couple of guys that the the usual usual guys they, they had trevor loudon on and some other folks uh, but McCarthy got it right. Uh, McCarthy was screaming communism, communism, communism. And then the left said, oh, you're so racist, sexist, bigot, homophobe. What the hell's wrong with you, McCarthy? Oh, everybody's a commie, you bastard. Stop it. <laughs> Just stop it. And so the, you did McCarthy, and you make fun of people for being McCarthy. Uh, but he got it right. And uh, Trevor Loudon's book goes along with this movie, Agenda. Um, they're, they're here, and they're completely funding the Democrat party people in power uh the woman that we talked about earlier the, the black woman that says america's most racist country in the world i i can't i don't even want to think about her name um okay. and then we start to see there's republicans that are also funded as well dsa the biggest one a democrat socialist of america the biggest uh, communist donor to the democrat party and also some republicans uh how we win this back i'm not sure folks but we got to get involved get involved at a local level uh, get involved with the local Republican Party, local conservative party, something. Get involved locally. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back tomorrow. Man. What is tomorrow? Tuesday. 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 Man, I was thinking tomorrow was Wednesday. Fat Tuesday. No, it's not fat. I'm dead. <laughs> Yeah, that's Mardi Gras. That's a whole other yeah, that's, way. That's another time. You know, just uh, I'm trying to get happy about Tuesday. How do you get happy about Tuesday? Not the first day of the week. Oh, and it's gonna be hot. Oh, it's gonna be ninety-eight degrees here. It's gonna be hot tomorrow too. It's gonna be smoky. Smoky those meats. Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday. Smoky meat. Smoky meat Tuesday. <laughs> I like meat it. Tuesday. Let's, let's get rid of the tacos. It's Smoky Meat Tuesday. It's Smoky Meat Tuesday. I like it. Ladies and gentlemen, we're out.